0: I just want to personally thank everyone who has given to this ministry at truthdealer-radio.com. It's a blessing, and you are really few and far between. Support is very hard to come by in this day and age, and we're getting the truth out one message at a time on the radio and on the Internet. And I praise the Lord for the opportunity to speak and preach His Word and teach from the Bible. It's not something I take lightly, and I'm thankful for every single one of donations that comes in that helps us pay for these services the internet the hosting fees studio equipment office supplies gospel tracks God provides and I thank you anyone out there who has ever donated and I ask if you haven't and you're blessed by these teachings consider ask God to show you what to do and he will show you what to do but no matter what Make sure you get the word of God out. Share these messages if you believe and know that they're the truth from God's word. People need to be saved. The time is short. Time is running out. Jesus is coming soon. If you are led to send any donations, there is a way to do that at truthdealer-radio.com. And I thank you for listening, and I thank you for your support. God bless you. Praise God. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio, where no matter what time zone you're in, it's truth o'clock. I'm Brian Moonen, and I'm asking you to wake up and join the battle for truth. And truth is God's word, Hebrews 4.12, and the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hebrews 4.12. Well, praise God. This past weekend, Father's Day weekend, I was able and blessed to be able to go for a hike with three of my children up into the Adirondacks. We climbed a mountain together, and God protected. And my daughter had never really been on a mountain hike before, so one of the words of wisdom that I gave her, something that was taught to me when I started hiking, especially in this kind of situation in the mountains, was that you need to watch where you place your feet. With each step, you have to be conscious of where you're going to plant your foot and then follow through and not hesitate in mid-step or something because this is how you can sprain your ankle, step wrong, slip on something, and it was a little bit slippery last weekend. There had been some rain. It was kind of raining as we were hiking, too. But praise the Lord, we got up there, and we got back down safely. Nobody had any falls, and it was mission accomplished. So I praise the Lord for that. But there's an application to that, and the whole time I was thinking about it. We're called to walk, and there's so much in the Scriptures about how we are to walk and how that can be accomplished. It's not in our own power. But as Christians, we are called to walk in the light. We're called to walk in truth. We are called to walk in love. We're called to walk worthy. We are called to walk circumspectly. We're called to walk with God. We're called to walk in newness of life. We're called to walk at liberty. So we're just going to go through those things. I made an outline from the Bible, and I just want to share it with you. So Psalm 8611 says, Teach me thy way, O Lord. I will walk in thy truth. Unite my heart to fear thy name. Praise God so much in that verse. I love it. I'm going to read it again. Psalm 8611. Teach me thy way, O Lord. I will walk in thy truth. Amen. Praise God. In John 17, 17. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. Amen. Unite my heart to fear thy name. Wow, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Being taught by God, teach me thy way, it starts with fearing the Lord to get that wisdom to have the truth revealed to us. Then you can walk in the truth of the Lord. You have to know what it is to walk in it. I will walk in thy truth. And it's all coming from the light that's revealed by God through his word and by his revealed the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who came and revealed the Father and revealed all the ways of God on earth. Then he died for the sins of the world. And was buried and rose again on the third day. And he makes intercession for us in heaven. And he's coming again to judge the world. And Jesus Christ is alive. Amen. And so it's just beautiful that we can go to him and ask him for help. Ask him for truth. Ask him for more discernment. Ask him for more, for the fear of the Lord to increase. For our faith to increase, for our walk with him to be stronger and more circumspect I almost said circumstepped. That'd be a new one. Circumspect. Walk in the light, 1 John 1, 7. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. Those of us who are saved, we are in Christ. We are forgiven. Our sins are forgiven. But we still have the potential to walk not in the light. Otherwise, God wouldn't be admonishing us and calling us and teaching us to walk in the light and to abstain from fleshly lusts. That means there's a chance to sin. If we couldn't sin as believers... There would be no such thing as sanctification, which is a process that God ordained. And as we just read in John seventeen seventeen, Jesus said, Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. We will have our minds renewed, amen, by the word of God. And God's word is a lamp unto our feet to guide our steps. Praise God psalm 119:105 thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path praise god i love the way it all ties together with walking in the light walking with god psalm 89:15 through 18 blessed is the people that know the joyful sound they shall walk o lord In the light of thy countenance, in thy name shall they rejoice all the day, and in thy righteousness shall they be exalted. For thou art the glory of their strength, and in thy favor our horn shall be exalted. For the Lord is our defense, and the Holy One of Israel is our King. Praise God. I see right there in that verse, all the positives, all the affirmations. The Lord is our defense. The Holy One of Israel is our king. As I said, he's alive. He is our king. Amen? And it's all about the Lord and his provision and his power, his light, his countenance, his righteousness, his, his glory, his strength, his favor. Amen? Amen? So praise the Lord for that truth. We are called to walk in love. Ephesians 5, 1-2 Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also hath loved us, and hath given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. Praise God. Think of how children follow their mommy and their daddy. Even when the mommies and daddies are wrong, some, some parents are really wrong. They lead their kids really astray. The kids are trusting, and they still follow. Our Father in heaven is good and holy and just in every decision. Every word of his revealed word is true. Every precept is true. Every way is true. And there's no darkness in him. There's no shadow in him. And how much more then should we follow every single thing that's revealed to us in the word of God and by the Holy Spirit as he leads us and guides us into all truth? Be followers, therefore, of God as dear children. And we are dear to our Lord, to our God. Abba, Father, we can call out to him just like a little child says, Daddy, I love you, Daddy. Daddy. We can call out to the Lord and we are dear to him and walk in love as Christ also hath loved us. How did he love us? He came from heaven and humbled himself to die on the cross for us when we were his enemies. And we didn't even know who he was and he did that for us. Walk in love as Christ also hath loved us and hath given himself for us an offering And a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. Praise the Lord that that sacrifice that the Lord Jesus Christ offered is sweet to God. It's accepted by God the Father. And that's why God confirmed that sacrifice by raising Jesus Christ from the dead on the third day. It is finished. Jesus Christ paid for the sins of the world. Amen. Hallelujah. It's finished and it's accepted. And those of us who are saved are accepted in the beloved. And Jesus said, Abide in me. That's part of walking in the light, walking in the truth, walking in love. We are also called to walk worthy. Colossians 1 That ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Praise God. If we're not fruitful, those of us that are truly saved, if you're not fruitful, is it God's fault or is it your fault? I'm telling you now, it's, it's your fault because something's not right. Because God bears fruit, the fruit of the Spirit, good fruit. Galatians 5, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. And they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Walk in the Spirit. Praise God. God will bear fruit in your life if you are faithful. Walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing it it says in the word of god that without faith it it doesn't please god you can't do things in the flesh we have to do things in the power of the faith of jesus christ living out our faith walking in our faith as it says walk in the spirit praise god walk worthy of the lord who saved you don't make him ashamed to call you his child. For Thessalonians 2.12, that you would walk worthy of God, who hath called you unto his kingdom and glory. Again, walk worthy. He died for you. What things could you do for him that you won't do, that you haven't done? or What did you used to do that you put off? Don't do any longer. Questions we all need to think about. In our walk with the Lord, we are called to walk in newness of life. This can only be done if and when we are born again. Nobody who is dead in their sins can walk in newness of life. When we're saved by the Lord, it's a miracle and it's a new birth. That's why Jesus Christ said, You must be born again. John 3 3 and John 3 7. It's a spiritual birth. And when, you, and when you become a new creature in Christ, when you're recreated, and it gives you a new heart, and a new purpose, and a new walk, and new desires to serve him. Praise God. Romans 6, 4. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Praise God. And that baptism that's mentioned there is for believers. It's not to be done to a baby who can't have faith. Baptism is for people who are saved by God's grace alone. They have come to the saving knowledge of the Lord. Jesus said, Repent and believe the gospel. They have put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ to save them from their sins. That's what we have done, those of us who are saved. And then you be, you be baptized as a sign, an outward sign, an obedient sign of identifying with Jesus Christ's death, burial, and resurrection. When we go down and are immersed in the water, it symbolizes the death and burial in the tomb. And when you're raised up out of the water, it symbolizes the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ in his full power and glory of his resurrected life that can never be taken away. Eternal life can never be taken away. Recognize that. Liars and devils out there tell you you can lose your salvation. Jesus said, no man, nothing can come between him and his children. No man can come and take away what the Father has given him. So if somebody has been truly saved they're born again. That life never ends. It is a new life that is conceived in the power of God, and we're kept by the power of God. Amen? First 1 Peter 1, 1.5, Ezekiel thirty three fourteen through 15. Again, when I say unto the wicked, thou shalt surely die, if he turn from his sin, and do that which is lawful and right. If the wicked restore the pledge, Give again that which he had robbed. Walk in the statutes of life without committing iniquity. He shall surely live. He shall not die. That's an Old Testament concept there about repentance. And it, notice it says, walk in the statutes of life. That's following the Lord. That's walking with God. The statutes of life. Walking with him as Noah did. As Enoch did. As we Christians are called to do, repent and believe and become a new creature with a new heart and a new walk. And that walk is a walk with God. As Jesus said, follow me. Genesis 5:24. And Enoch walked with God and he was not, for God took him. Enoch was so close to the Lord, walking so closely with him, God chose to catch him right up, to be with him. Genesis 6, 9. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man, and perfect in his generations. And Noah walked with God. Praise God. Micah 6, 8. He hath showed thee, O man, what is good, and what doth the Lord require of thee, but to do justly, and to love mercy, and to walk humbly with thy God. Oh yes, it needs. It requires humility and, and humbleness to walk with God. Because you actually have to submit and follow him, you can't lead the way and tell god, come on god i I'll, I'll I'll show you what to do next. Walk to do justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with thy God. We are called to walk at liberty psalm one nineteen forty five and I will walk at liberty, for I seek thy precepts second corinthians three seventeen says now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Amen. John eight thirty six says, If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. Amen. Praise God. So much truth, so much application of God's word in our daily life. Walking with the Lord, it's not, just, it's not about your feet. <laughs> it's about our heart. Amen. Just keep that in mind. It's about where you put your eyes, what you put in your ears, what choices you make. How are you dressing? Are you with the world or are you in the world but not of the world? Who you're submitted to. Are you submitted to your boss or are you submitted to God? Is he your boss ultimately? How you treat your neighbors? How you represent the Lord, how you share your faith, how you don't hide or be ashamed of your faith. All of these things are walking with the Lord. And if we're right with God, we'll walk so close to him. It's sweet. And it's safe and intimate, like a little child that's walking with their daddy. Trusting him, not questioning the next steps, following Him, knowing He's going the right way, leading you the right way, in the way. That is what the Lord wants for us. Trust and childlike faith. He's so good, everyone. He's so good to us. And I just praise the Lord that He saved me. That's all I can say. Praise God. We are called to walk circumspectly i said it right that time ephesians 5:15 through 16 see then that ye walk circumspectly not as fools but as wise redeeming the time because the days are evil amen so this gives you the idea that walking circumspectly has something to do with having wisdom not being foolish and where does wisdom come from the beginning of wisdom the fear of the lord is the beginning of all wisdom and knowledge circumspectly in the bible it means exactly accurately and diligently it's not lazy it's paying a lot of attention like when you're on the trail where you're going to set your next step and then following through don't look too far ahead Don't get your eye on how high the mountain is and get discouraged. Just look far enough down the trail to know what the next few steps need to be. Is there a big obstacle right there? What does God want me to do to get around that? One step at a time, one day at a time with the Lord, following His leading. Praise God. Circumspectly, very important. See then that you walk circumspectly. It's exact. It's accurate. It's diligent. It's not lazy like, oh, whatever. Have discernment. And studying the Bible is key because if you know what the Bible says, most decisions can come fairly quickly. You don't have to say, I need three weeks to pray about that and um, we're to have the mind of Christ. If you know, you know. And the more times we obey the more times God, you just know the answer. God shows you, remember this, remember that, in the Bible and also in your past experience, you went your way, you stepped off the path. Maybe you tripped and fell down, scraped yourself, had to bleed, had some pain, but you had to get back up and get back on the trail and pay closer attention to your steps And obey where to lay your feet. Obey where to set your eyes. If you're on your trail, it's a little treacherous, just like in life. The devil is out there trying to attack, trying to distract. If you're on one of these trails, you look off to the distance to the left or to the right. You better only take a glance because you need to keep your eyes, unless you stop walking and look around. But if you're walking, you need to be watching where you place your feet and having your eyes just far enough ahead to know what's coming up next and planning the next few steps. You can't stare off to the left or to the right. Something will happen. You'll fall. We must keep our eyes on the Lord. Follow him. He has gone before us. Amen. Isaiah forty. Twenty-eight through thirty-one says, "Hast thou not known? Hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the Creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary? There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men." Shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. Praise God. That was such a blessing the other day to be on that trail. And I felt like I was going to be weary a few times. I'm getting a little bit older. But I relied on the Lord. I just kept asking him for strength, and he got me through it. Praise God. We had a good time, and I feel this application was something I just was supposed to share. It's very basic, but God's Word is so awesome. The way the Lord can show you things in the everyday life, in the everyday experiences, and just bring it all together, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> Amen. First Kings 8.61 Let your heart therefore be perfect with the Lord our God to walk in his statutes and to keep his commandments as at this day. This is not about legalism. This is for our own good. This is for our own protection. If we would walk in the light of the Lord, walk in his statutes, how protected we are, how safe we are, how filled with the Holy Spirit we are to be that close to the Lord where we know, like the song says, nothing between my soul and the Savior. Amen. It also teaches us how not to walk. Walk not as as the fools, right? Walk circumspectly means not as fools do. Proverbs one fifteen, My son, walk not thou in the way with them. Refrain thy foot from their path. Refrain thy foot from their path. They're on the broad road. We are called to walk on the narrow road. The way is narrow. Matthew 7.14, Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way, which leadeth unto life and few there be that find it. Psalm one o one two, I will behave myself wisely in a perfect way. Oh, when wilt thou come unto me? I will walk within my house with a perfect heart. Praise God. Especially when we're quote-unquote alone. God is always with us. And if you're walking with God, this is the most important time. It's not time, oh, nobody's looking, I'll do some sin. That's the devil wants you to do that. He wants you to look off the trail, trip and fall off a cliff and die and ruin your testimony, ruin your life. Walk circumspectly, walk in the light, walk in truth, walk with God. Don't turn around and walk the other way or try to get in front of God. It's not going to work out for us if we do that. And we should all have experiences we can think of. I know I do. This is daily life. That's why I love this application and why God put it in his word so many times, why he calls it our walk with him. First John six reminds us, if we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. Don't walk in darkness. Go to the Lord. Ask him to save you and forgive you of your sins. Amen? Confess your sins and ask him to forgive you your sins. and He will do so. And I thank you for listening. God bless you all. Be strong in the Lord. Truth Dealer Radio. No matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. TruthDealerRadio.com You keep talking about Jesus. Some folks out there just might be listening. Did you know that Big Apple Music has been in business for over 40 years? They have a great selection of guitars, amps, drums, keyboards, digital pianos, and much more. Did you also know that they offer music lessons right here locally, and they rent instruments. Their experienced staff can also repair instruments and sound systems. Located on Seneca Turnpike in New Hartford, open Monday through Friday, 9 to 9, and Saturday, 9 to 6. That's Big Apple Music, Seneca Turnpike in New Hartford. Truth Dealer Radio is listener supported. If you are led to support this ministry, there is a way to do that at truthdealer-radio.com.